Welcome to the Travel Write Today podcast. Doug Wallace has a few tales from the road to share with you. I normally don't speak in the third person, but I thought I'd, you know, try it. Feels a bit affected, a bit fussy. Let's start things today with how to stay fit on the road. Remember that news story about the plane that was vibrating in the back near the galley and they couldn't figure out what it was until they found a woman jogging on the spot in the bathroom, doing her cardio. You can't make this kind of stuff up. Well, you could, but it wouldn't be as good. If you're in the air every week, going to different towns, eating big business dinners all the time, and then flopping down at the Hojo with a full belly, these tips will save your heart and your waistline. Leisure travelers too. Number one, book a hotel that has a swimming pool and then get up just a little bit early and actually use it. Even 15 minutes of swimming can help work off last night's tequilas or at least one dessert. Number two, walk everywhere. No cabs, no excuses. Again, you have to slot the time in for this into your schedule, but it's worth it. Just make sure you bring the right shoes. Number three, have tons of sex. Really, this is what hotel rooms are for. Hotels actually select furniture that's designed so that you can have sex on it. I mean furniture other than the beds. And they reject furniture designs that are sex unfriendly. Ditto goes for the fabrics. I actually know this, and I'm not mentioning any names because I don't have enough insurance. Number four, load your laptop with a few yoga videos or Matt Pilates videos or Qigong or Tai Chi or whatever your thing is. I like yoga, yogawithtim.com. He's my guy, Tim Senesi. Some hotel rooms come with yoga mats in the closet, but I've just used a bath sheet many times and it works just as well. Number five, I travel with a tennis ball in my suitcase now and I roll around on it on the floor to alleviate stressed out hips and glutes. This is a tip from my niece, Rayanne, and it works really well if you're on your feet all day, shopping or hiking or dancing. And here's a bonus tip. Michelle Obama is famous for guess what? Packing a skipping rope in her suitcase. Not a bad idea. This week's hot hotel is the Andes Hotel Papagayo in Guanacaste, Costa Rica. Say that fast three times. Costa Rica is on everybody's list, or at least it should be. And you need a little splurge like this Andaz at the beginning or the end of your trip just to special it up a bit. Papagayo is this little peninsula that juts out into the Pacific, and that's about a half hour from the Liberia airport, and that's in the northern part of the country. This is what makes it a hit with the celebrities like the Kardashians and the Beyonce's. Not like you would ever want to hang around with any of those people. I just like name dropping. Madonna had a house there once. So Air Canada flies direct there, I think. I think this is probably one of the reasons why the celebrities like it, because they can get a direct flight. United also flies direct from Toronto. The Andaz is one of my favorite hotel brands. This is a Hyatt brand, and one of the reasons being because the design of their 12 properties around the world, places like Napa, Savannah, all these weird little cities. There's a new one in Palm Springs soon. There's ones in cities like Amsterdam, London, Tokyo, Delhi. The design of each one reflects the local culture and the local artists and the local designers, local food, everything. 
It's all really very cool. At the Andaz Papagayo, the swimming pools are designed to mimic the winding riverbank, and this echoes the Costa Rican tradition of taking the whole family to the riverbank on the weekends. There were these light fixtures that resembled the nests of one of the local birds. It was the coolest and most beautiful thing. That kind of attention to detail really amps up the luxe factor. Speaking of which, my massage at the Anda Spa was incredible. It was like having a massage at a treehouse. The rates? About 400 US. Visit papagayo.andaz.hyatt.com. This segment is brought to you by Kraft Cheese Slices. No, it's actually not. It's brought to you by buttons and a smile. I wish it was Kraft Cheese Slices, but they're not returning my emails. This episode's Travel Essential is a sound investment. Isolate earplugs. These little beauties are a smart choice for travelers looking to catch a proper 40 winks. You tune out completely with aluminum, titanium, gold, or rhodium finish. The aluminum version is fine. It comes in a range of colors, while the denser titanium can sport like a natural or a mirrored finish. And there are two sizes, standard and mini, for those of you with baby ears. Those are from $40 a pair. Visit flareaudio.com. I'm working on a story for Travel Life magazine that's all about Quebec City and how delicious everything is there. People are starting to get that their cheese trays need at least one Canadian cheese, right? This is because Quebecers are great at reaching deep into their roots for delicious things to eat and drink. All the flavors of the local terroir have a hearty side of decadence. Must-tries include, of course, the poutine and the sugar pie, and the take-homes are the duck pâtés, the apple butter, and said Quebec cheeses. The lunch classics are salmon tartare or steak tartare, and my favorite is Le Chaud, and that's near the old market. The signature experience in town is a restaurant called Chez Muffy, and that's at the gorgeous Auberge Saint-Antoine, which used to be a marine warehouse once upon a time, I think early 1800s. I shared an entire duck with an extremely nice hotel manager, and I got to eat most of it because she was just a little thing. This was my plan. The wine list is like a book with more than 700 listings. Before you go home, make sure you try the local drinks. Local cassis will change your mind entirely about cassis, and ditto the cider. I normally hate cider, but this stuff, man, that's good eating. There's a wine they enjoy at carnival time called caribou, but you can skip that. I'm warning you. Listen, here's a real piece of my mind. The old people that bug me on airplanes are now me. There I was, settling in for a flight to Miami, my hat resting on my knee just like Grandpa, when I thought, my hat is resting on my knee just like Grandpa. First, I'm cursing the senior citizens under my breath to get the hell out of the road and stole your stupid carry-on already, and then one day, oh my god, it's me. It all started with the bright orange conversation-stopping earplugs. I used to squeeze these orange things into my head, I still kind of do, for just like the in-flight nap, but now they're in from gate to gate. It's because I have to filter out all the stupid TVs in the lounge, the attention ladies and gentlemen announcements, the loud talkers, the screaming kids, and my new pet peeve, flight attendants who yell, often in three languages. It doesn't stop there. My glasses are now on a string around my neck, so whenever I travel they get loaded with crumbs and flecks of shiny chicken gravy. It's no wonder I can't read the foreign landing cards. 
advanced seat selection, that now includes a thought as to how far I'm going to be sitting from the toilet. Before too long, I'll be getting a lift to the gate on one of those beepy old people mover things. Again, super, super loud. I may be in a wheelchair one day, but I will still be going to the airport, hell or high water. And too bad for you. That's a piece of my mind today, however small. I guess today's moral is don't make fun of the beepy cart people or you're going to hell. That's it for today. Always be nice to the people. Tip extra when you're on holiday. It will make you feel better. That's good advice. Find more travel inspiration at travelright.today. Thank you for listening. And please, don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe.